is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to the title sponsor of the big show. That would be our good friends at uh, Big O Tires. Gordon, it's about that time where you got to maybe start thinking uh, about uh, your winter tires. I know you, uh, you think about that. Uh, stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires for the lowest price tires. Pay nothing options today. Uh, big O Tires, the team you trust. All right, Jazz Media Day today. We thought we'd uh, chop it up, so to speak, and go through these uh, clip by clip. Fun. <laughs> we'll get to uh, chopping it up like lettuce in a salad, man. We'll get to Coach Snyder and uh, Justin Zanuck in the five thirty segment, where we thought we'd start things off with the players here in the five o'clock hour, specifically Donovan Mitchell. You ready to go? Yeah. All right, here's uh, Donovan talking about uh, the import of this season uh, and the team's goals of winning a title. I think it's a big year. In my five years, I think this is one of the biggest for us. I think after the performance we had last year in the regular season, you know, the work we've put in and obviously coming up short, obviously, you know, we weren't as healthy as we wanted to be. But, you know, I think this is a big year for us just as a whole because, you know, we're not going to sneak up on anybody. You know, last year, you know, we weren't necessarily everybody's eyes top eight. You know, now we're here and people see us as that. And it's for us, it's got to continue to do what we do, but come out with a fire and a hunger uh, and an edge that we really, I can't say we've had before. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I just feel like on an even other higher level um, and I think that's something that you know we we all understand we, we put the work in this summer we're going to continue to do with the training camp and throughout the season I think uh, I, I felt this throughout listening to all this media day sound Gordon there's there's some urgency there and I don't you know there's talk about window and contention and all that stuff felt like there was a little little urgency that they got to get on it well we felt that last year being around and uh, watching the players and and with the way it ended a lot of it has been related to a quick turnaround to use it to get better. And Donovan said that they have to come prepared to take the best uh, from every opponent they face. Because when you see the Jazz on the schedule, uh, the teams are going to bring their best. So the Jazz left to match that. And I think that's especially true of Donovan himself. Because he's he's the leader of the Jazz. He's the best player on the Jazz, unless you want to talk about Rudy's defense. But he's got to match the intensity and the performance of the best player on every team the Jazz face. You're right, uh, and he is too. Not sneaking up on anybody nope. this year, that's for sure. All right, here's Donovan. Uh, he was asked if the team got better over the summer. Yeah, I think so. I think we, we've, we've addressed a few things. I think the big thing we saw in the offseason was defensively we needed, you know, some different looks. You know, obviously we're all going to get better in our individual selves, the guys who are, who are coming back. But, you know, I think, you know, bringing in Eric, who's a dog, um, Rudy Gay, a veteran who can switch one through five, who can shoot the three ball, Hassan Whiteside, and you really don't need to speak about Hassan. We understand what he brings as far as rim protection. You know, um, I think – you know, he's, he's a defensive anchor as well as having Rudy, and I think that's that's fantastic um, uh, for us. And I think we, we, we are better, but we got to go out there and prove it and got to go out there and, and do it. Speaks for itself. Yeah, he thinks they got better, though. I think that's important. And again, it's sometimes weird to hear players talk about that because it feels almost like a slight to the players that were here last year and not here this year. Yeah. But, I mean, 
you know, it's real talk. And roster construction is a thing. And um, the Jazz were not the perfect team last year. And so, you know, over the offseason, you got to make efforts to, to make the team better. And I think it's a positive thing that Donovan, you know, not only feels that way, but acknowledges it. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. And then Donovan was asked how he himself can improve, Jake. Um, I think there's another level I can get to. I've said that every year to y'all, but I think I think it's the truth. Um, I think for me, um, obviously being able to be more efficient, um, not just with when you think of efficiency, you think of shooting percentage typically, uh, but for me, it's you know turnovers, um, it's defense. You know, being able to be when I'm on the floor, you know, your presence is felt. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing for me is just being able to be a leader on on the floor and vocal as well as being able to do it through action. And you know, I can do it on the offensive end, but picking it up defensively um, as well, uh, I think it'd be huge. We've talked about this a lot, Gordon. That's the next step for him. It really well, is. We talked with him about it. Yep. Yeah, so we'll see if he can actually make that happen. And I, I like the way he put it there, and if I'm misquoting this, I, I apologize, but uh, where he said, make his impact felt. Nobody is saying that he has to go out and be the best all on-ball defender in the league. It's probably not in the cards for Donovan Mitchell uh, ever because, you know, Kawhi Leonard is built like the perfect defender, you know, and Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> unfortunately, is is not. But can he be the type of player where he can go out and make his impact felt on the defensive end? Sure thing. I yeah. absolutely believe he's capable. And of I that. think that's really important in a tight playoff game or any tight game, where something has to happen in order to, uh, to turn the tide of the game. Yeah. And if he can do that, the defense. We know he can do that. The offensive end. If he can do it both. Can he can he do kind of the Jordan thing where he steals the ball or makes a great play and takes it down the other way and hits the game-winning basket? I mean, that's what he's thinking about. Yeah. He wants to be able to do it. Offensively, I don't think there's a ton of difference from the best players in the league to Donovan Mitchell. There are better offensive players than him out there, but the gap is not. Right. So the where he can really make himself a lead is on that side of the floor. I and truly I th- believe that. And he can be a better leader, like he was talking yeah. about. He can take better care of the ball, and uh, and uh, you know be more efficient. He's he's tried to do that in past seasons, and he's succeeded. So we'll see if he can continue to you know climb. Here's Donovan's thoughts on load management. I'm all for you know ways to make sure we're healthy. You know, especially after. Maybe if you asked me last year before I got hurt, maybe my answer might be different. But understanding the importance of it and the longevity of being healthy, not just for the season, but for the playoffs as well. Um, I think I'm, I'm all for ways to help, you know, help us become as healthy and be as healthy as possible, you know. But it, like I said, if I'm feeling good and, you know, I, at the end of the day, I trust my staff, and I trust our coaching staff. And I think that the great part about it is we've all worked working together. You know, it's not like, you know, you're and you're working together. And I think that's where those conversations come in and, you know, if we're comfortable, we're comfortable. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, for, for fighting for, you know, God, will, God forbid we're fighting for the eighth spot, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know what I mean? But like, I think for us is being smart and then obviously working hard, but also being smart because, you know, it's a long journey to get to the playoffs, but now it's also a longer journey to stay there and, and be at the top and be at your best every day. Very delicate how he handled my yeah. staff and uh, the team staff uh, after what happened last playoffs. Man, that was a bizarre, not good situation. Yeah. That happened uh, there last year because, oh, well, we talked about it at great length when it happened. I mean, it requires a lot of trust. 
There's a lot of trust when it comes to training and medical care and those sorts of things. It's and if the director on the one end thinks you're not ready to play and you think you're ready to play, it's... It's a hard one. And it well, turned out to be that way because Donovan looked like he came right in and looked like he could play. But as the playoffs wore on, you could see the effect that it was having on him. So the good news is that he's 100% healthy, he says now. So Here's Donovan giving his feelings on uh, accomplishments in the regular season. I won't say yes because that discredits a lot of the work we put in to get there. And I think, But I think there is a point where we've, we've shown what we can do pretty much every regular season since I've been here, we've shown what team we can be. Um, but we, we gotta, we gotta make this push, man. Like this, it's no secret. You know, we've, my first year we had a great season, obviously low expectations, you know, obviously losing Gordon and, and, and things like that being underdogs. And then our second year we, we played the Rockets another underdog didn't fare well for us. And then uh, the Denver series, we really didn't know, who we were as a team, we, Boyan wasn't there, Mike wasn't there, but we saw glimpses. And then you have last year where we saw what we could be throughout the regular season, and then we ended up not healthy. So um, I think for us, we this is a big year for us as far as expectations within ourselves, not even just the, the outside perspective, but just for us. Like, I think this is a year where it's like, look, man, like we, we can do this. And it's a matter of putting the work in for the full 82 uh, and then getting there for the, the final 16 wins. Like, that's, 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 that's what we kind of – I guess you can say yes, that's going to define us. That's obviously where a lot of players are defined in their careers too, outside of the outside of the, the team aspect. So I think for us, it's like, okay, we 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 can be this team. We know we can do in the regular season, but playoff time, it's like, look, this is where we got to go out there and prove ourselves. He's right. And that's not uh, that's not just a lot of hullabaloo. He's, he's speaking candidly there, and I, I think uh, we'll probably hold him to his word. Yeah, I, oh, we certainly will. And I like that he started there, though. That uh, don't undersell, you know, the achievements of this team in the regular season. I mean, the 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 importance of the regular season is feels so diminished as it is. You know, don't uh, don't not enjoy the ride because of the conclusion. But yeah, there's some pressure to take the next step in the playoffs. Sure, and I think he, I think you can acknowledge both of those things. We've talked about this before, Jake, about how hard it is to win an NBA title. And things have to come together for your team. You not only have to be good, but you have to be fortunate. Yeah. And it, it's all got to come together. We saw that with the Bucks last year. And so how will it be? They were knocking at the door for a while. And the Jazz have been now more seriously last year until the Clips took care of their business. But uh, I, I think that the Jazz really believe had they been healthy – they would have been able to do more, but um, that's, I guess, water under the bridge. All right, let's move on to Rudy. Let's hear a couple clips from him. Here's Rudy Gobert um, you, talking about comparing how Team France used him over the summer to how the Jazz use him. That's actually was a great experience, you know, for us. Um, you know, just the group that we had, uh, you know, being able to go there and you know, just enjoy it and, and at the same time try to be the best team it could be. So it was a uh, was really fun. Uh, came a little short from the goal, but uh, you know, I'm I'm really happy of the way we we the mindset that we had and how we played and uh, regarding the the post and stuff. It's it's part of the game. I mean, there's gonna be mistakes, uh, but allowing me to make those mistakes and keep trusting me was you know really huge for us and. Uh, it was fun. You know, it was just fun to be able to 
uh, yeah, just get involved and involve my teammates. You know, I was finding my teammates on cuts, uh, and then I was able to put a lot of pressure on the defense, and uh, it was great for us. So what Rudy is saying there, Jake, is give me the damn ball down in the post. Just like France did. Yeah. Isn't, isn't, isn't that what he's saying? Well, he's certainly saying he enjoyed how the French team uses, used him, which I think is fine. I, I thought it was a little telling that they allowed, he said they allowed him to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that's not something, maybe that's a latitude he's, he's not getting with the Jazz. But, you know, what... What is what is Rudy? Okay, I think th- throwing the ball to him in transition when he has a player pinned is one thing, and I certainly would would uh, think he's capable of being effective in that way. But until Rudy really has something to go to when there's someone between he and the basket, I don't know how sympathetic. Well, I that's kind of what he was doing for Team France, isn't it? Kinda. I mean, there was no sky hook, but. They I mean, were, if he's got a if he's got a smaller guy on him and he can pin him under the basket and and get him the ball so he can get an easy two. Well, that's but what I, that's what we were talking about, Jake, during the playoffs last year. If if you've got a smaller guy on you, can't Rudy take advantage of that? But it's how do you take advantage of that? Give him, give him the ball. But where? That's what. That's the point. If he's got somebody pinned under the hoop, fine, he's capable of that. But <laughs> if you give him the ball ten feet out. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's between he and the basket. <laughs> and you and I both wanted to see that aggressive will just run the guy over. And I don't, is, that's not exactly what we saw with Team France. I, I don't know how comparable the situations really are. It is true that he wasn't going up against superior competition, although when they played the better teams, uh, he still looked like he was being utilized more often. Somehow he was making himself available, and they were taking advantage of that, at least at times. What? A steady dose of that. I'm not sure whether that's the way to go, and I'm not sure that's the best percentage play, but he does shoot like 70%. Yeah. But I mean, what's a what's a better offensive opportunity? Boyan shooting a three or Rudy in the post? It depends. It doesn't, though. Oh, it kind of does. Uh, who would you rather have? Donovan taking some sort of shot, any shot, or Rudy 10 feet out in the post? Well, not 10 feet out, but if he's like Within five feet. Well, you can't pin the guy under the basket on every play, Gordon. That's not. <laughs> well, I'm not saying on every play. You can't do anything on every play. Uh, here's him talking about if he was able to rest enough this summer with all the international play. I got some downtime. Uh, I was able to, you know, take some downtime, then get back to work, get ready for the Olympics. Then I got a little bit of downtime after the Olympics. And, uh, and then went back to work and I was in Paris and, you know, doing a lot of stuff outside the court too, but, uh, I'm feeling great. You know, I'm feeling uh, recharged and I'm excited. Wonder about that. I mean, these guys are going to play with their international team. I've got no problem with that, but this is such a weird world we're living in and two off seasons in a row are cut short by the pandemic. And you just wonder. It is strange, but as you've pointed out before, Jake, these guys are going to be playing ball anyway. True. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 100%. So uh, it's a good thing he doesn't view that as much of an issue. Let's go with this. How open is the window for a title uh, for this particular team? I mean, we, we really feel like we have an opportunity to to do something special in the next few years. And we know that, we know that those windows uh yeah, if you don't get that many of those windows in, in your career, so it's a great opportunity for us to, uh, no matter what happens, to really uh, 
try to be the best we can be and and uh it's exciting it's exciting to you know after all those years of you know losing learning losing learning being uh, part of a group that wants to do something even even better it's uh, it's exciting the 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 bar is high I, any time the Jazz are asked about the title window and they seem to have their minds set that that's what they have uh, as a goal, uh, that that's good. What do you want them to say? Oh, well, you know, we're kind of a Midland team. And, you know, they, they, they expect a lot out of themselves. And that's why the loss last year to the Clippers was so devastating for them. Can they learn from that? Do you believe that thing about you learn more from losses than wins? I think it's who you are, but yeah, I believe that. Yeah, so we'll see what they learned. Let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. And for folks out there struggling with ED and not digging the side effects from the medication or the medication at all, there is another option. There is another option after 30 years of the pill and injections and basically treating symptoms, we're now treating the root cause. Uh, I think ED is caused by a lot of things, but ultimately it's restricted blood flow, typically damaged blood vessels. Now, our technology with gentle pressure waves, uh, it opens up and repairs those blood vessels and improves circulation. And, And actually, this is clinically proven now to do exactly that by 50 studies. And you'll be amazed. A man goes through a few short treatments. They're about 10 minutes. Uh, What can happen in the bedroom? The ED goes away. The need for the pill and the spontaneity can be restored. Man, that's got to be a big deal, right? Get back to the spontaneity. I mean, that's such a big part of relationships. No couple wants to plan intimate moments, time things around a pill, if it will work, when it will work. Uh, You kind of want, yeah, on-demand function. When the mood is right, as far as I know, the technology at Wasatch Medical, it's the only thing that can do that so that uh, when the mood strikes, the blood flows where you want it, when you want it. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000. Come in, see the doctor, find out if this is going to be a good fit and a lot else, right? Yeah, and you can come in and just take free if you'd like. But if you're ready to treat the root cause problem of your erectile dysfunction, Uh, call us today. You'll meet with our doctor for free. He'll do a pretty thorough assessment, which is very helpful, plus a blood flow ultrasound. And uh, this is really valuable. If you feel like you have a need, the blood work and testosterone uh, to our patients is totally free today as well. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, Jake. We'll get uh, we'll hear uh, clips from uh, Coach Schneider as well as uh, Jazz GM Justin Zana coming up next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Joined in studio now by Riley Jensen, football insider, former Aggie quarterback. I know how it works here, PK. You just go with whatever I say. You're kind of like the adversary. You don't really push against people. You just give them a nudge really, really far in the direction they're already going. So if I say you hate Utah State, you're like, oh, yeah, I can't stand those guys. (laughs) You're just like the adversary. Beelzebub in studio. DJ and Lucifer doesn't have the same ring. Sounds like a dangerous show, though. DJ and Lucifer? Yeah, doesn't have the same ring as DJ and PK. It actually, it doesn't. 
doesn't right. change the show at all. It feels exactly the same. I'm a devil. What can I tell you? <laughs> Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Cougars at 30 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. All right, it's time for your Cougars at 30 update here on the big show. Here's Coach Sataki. He hopes the team can use uh, the second half struggles as motivation going forward. We don't do anything on Sunday, so, you know, we'll, we'll uh, just really happy with, with what we saw from, you know, all three phases. I thought they did a really good job. Um, we were able to force them into field goals, and, and uh, we felt really good about where we were at. The second half was just it's just a, kind of a dark cloud over the second the game because the second half just isn't our style of football that we're used to seeing from our defense. And and then we'd like to get the ball more to our offense. It's hard to score points when you don't have a lot of possessions. And, and um, But I was thankful that we got the win. I was thankful that our guys were able to, to get out there and grind it out and, and figure out a way to, to, to get the win for us. This update brought to you by our friends at Zero Res. Here to help you get on track to an A-plus in carpet cleanliness. The patented process cleans your carpets without soap, shampoos, or harsh chemicals. This effective process leaves zero dirt attracting residue behind, so your carpets will stay cleaner longer. Schedule your carpet cleaning today. Call 801-288-9376 or book online at ZeroResSaltLake.com. If you're up north, at ZeroResDavisWeber.com. Football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. Blake Anderson and the Aggies welcome in BYU for a showdown against the Cougars in Maverick Stadium. Hear all the play-by-play action on the Zone Sports Network, beginning with a pregame show Friday at 6. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Moving on with some highlights from Jazz Media Day today. Let's move on to the coach, shall we, Coach Schneider? Uh, Let's start with this, giving general thoughts on the approaching season. Well, I think last year, you know, a big part of the year, um, two things. One was about, you know, we began to establish an identity, you know, over the course of, um, the end of the previous year. And then, you know, in the summertime in the bubble and, you know, that continued, um, you know, and a lot of focus emphasis work in that area. Uh, additionally, you know, you're aware, even from the beginning of the year, um, the things that potentially will present challenges for your group, um, not just in the regular season, but as you move forward in the postseason. So, um, you know, with respect to our core, you know, I, I'd like, and I'm confident and it'll, you know, there's not, not to say that we don't need to be refreshed, but I think that the formulation of that identity, um, 
you know, hopefully allows us to continue to grow in, in other ways. And, you know, I, I'm not fond of the expression, run it back. Um, that's not what we're trying to do. And, you know, I think the addition of, of Hassan, um, you know, his ability to protect the rim and do many of the same things Rudy does. Uh, Rudy Gay, you know, I think the versatility that he provides, some of the things that he can do offensively, some of the things he can do defensively, you know, gives us, you know, some other looks. Um, and, and it'll take some time for us to, um, you know, to weave those guys into the mix. And as you said, uh, get even more continuity. But given the fact that we have the core and we think we know how we want to play, we think we know ways we want to improve and get better. Obviously, I mentioned those two guys as free agents. Jared, you know, getting Jared Butler in the draft. You know, Trent Forrest, emergence, for those of you that watch some summer league. Um, so a lot of guys um, that I think uh, to have a competitive group. And it's tough to crack when you've got two sixth men of the year, um, you know, it's tough to crack a rotation, but um, I, I don't think that doesn't mean that certain players can not have an impact. I think we can have some guys, no matter how many minutes they're playing, that, that can impact and move the needle um, and provide us, you know, a different type of depth. Well, will they move the needle? That really is what we're waiting to see. Quinn certainly believes that uh, that those additions will. I I don't think they're going to be asked too much. Maybe that's some optimistic thinking on my part, but it's not like Rudy Gay's coming in to be the difference for the Jazz. He's coming in to give them versatility, right? He's right. not going to be asked a ton. Hassan Whiteside is not coming in to be Rudy Gobert. You know, he's coming in to play a backup big role, which you'd think he'd be suitable for, or I would think that. Rudy Gay is the type of guy who's gonna, you can play a small ball five or can give you minutes at a backup four or even a wing if, in a pinch if you needed it. That's that's some versatility in a player that they didn't really, that George Yang didn't really give you. So I don't know. I mean, I would I would anticipate these new additions to succeed because I don't think they're going to be asked to do too much. You said that Whiteside won't be asked to uh, to be Rudy Gobert, but he might when Rudy's on the bench. I know, but we're talking about ten minutes a game. Yeah. Well, I mean, but a lot can happen in ten minutes. I know, but it's not. He doesn't have to be your starting big. He doesn't have to be a double-double guy. And that's not what they're asking of him. They just don't want the the ship to sink when Rudy comes off the floor because we've seen that. I think one thing Quinn really wants these uh, the, 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 the incumbent players and the new guys, he wants them to play unselfish basketball, to rotate well on defense, and to stay healthy. I mean, those are the things he's keying on. And these players, these additions, it does look like it, uh, there is some flexibility inherent in those moves. So we'll see how it turns out. Here's Coach talking about the window to contend for a title. Yeah, I, I think, first of all, the fact that you're hearing that from our players, just that awareness in and of itself um, is the first step. And then I think to, to be – you know, really transparent about the areas that you need to accomplish that. You know, there's so much of the, the league, you know, I, I don't know who's favored to win it, um, but my guess is they're, 
you know, 20% chance to win. I mean, there, there's so many things that have to happen for you to win the whole thing. Um, you guys can check all the numbers, uh, but you know, injury, um, you know, matchups, there's a lot of things that you can't control. Um, but I think having the awareness that there is a window, you know, and, you know, to, to allow you, you know, yourself to really appreciate that and be in the present and play every possession and try to get better every day. I mean, th th those are all things that hopefully motivate not just a group individually, but collectively. And I think that's, you know, one of the things for us is because we have balance, um, because we have a lot of players that are capable um, of making plays, uh, th th that unselfishness um, and that connectivity is really where our strength lies. And to understand that there's lots of external factors that, that can impact that um, and to be able to close those out and really focus on the things that you need to do to be better. And to also understand that other teams, you know, are actively going to try to exploit those teams to split you apart. Um, and for us, that's something I think you learn through experience and competition. And, you know, this is another opportunity there. Big time. Like I said before, we heard that unselfishness. Teams got to play together. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it seems to me like hearing from some of the players and obviously coach, uh, the Jazz have a very, I think, realistic understanding of expectations and their ability. Now, taking that understanding and fulfilling it, I think, are, are two different things. Well, but it, it feels like their feet are firmly on the ground when it comes to realizing what's at stake. You remember a couple of years ago, Donovan and Rudy talking about winning the championship. They have a little better feeling for what that takes now. Before yeah. it was just kind of pie in the sky, whatever, just some sort of goal that was out there somewhere and that's what they want to do. But now they, I think they know what it takes. Yeah, I, I would agree. All right, let's get one more clip from Coach uh, here in this segment. Um, the tra training camp, of course, is going to Las Vegas and Coach Snyder talked about the reasons for that. You know, that was a discussion. So when we were in the bubble, there was part of that process um, that I thought really helped our team. And it, it was a lot of things, you know, it was eating together. It was the ping pong table. It was something as simple as coming down the elevator and walking through the hallway and you're at the gym, like literally not getting on the bus. Um, and for me, the one thing that I asked our guys to do this summer was to work on their own and come back in shape. And we have a longer preseason this year which I think allows us to, to take it in segments. And, and to me, that first segment, um, you know, the opportunity to get away and really focus on our group and, and to be around each other. When practice is over, not everybody goes home. You know, certain guys, including myself, you know, we have to get up pretty early. We've got a couple new guys with some new additions to their families. Um, so it, there, there's a focus there. And we were able, you know, Albert Hall, um, from Hall Pass Productions, who helps put on the summer league, also used to do Adidas Nations. You know, when I called him and asked him, you know, is this something that, that we think we can do? Um, you know, kind of asked him to run with it. And what we got back was more than, 
you know, it exceeded expectations. So, um, the, the enthusiasm that, that hopefully we have going down there together, um, the opportunity, I think for us to process last year, um, you know, mentioned not running it back. There's certain things like it's okay to run back some things, you know, but, um, I think the time for us to be together and have real dialogue about, you know, what it is that we need to do to be better, um, and set the table that way, um, is as important as anything. And, you know, Las Vegas gives us a chance to do that. Um, I don't know if that includes the craps table or not, but <laughs> it, uh, that's okay too. We want guys to connect and bond and be together. And I think they're all excited to play. You know what, uh, Gordon? I don't know about teammates, but I've bonded with a lot of my buddies down in Vegas. <laughs> oh, did you know? It is a real unique bonding experience. <laughs> that is, that, I, I got to agree with Coach. So there. wait a minute, wait a minute. Is he talking about what happens on the floor, or was he talking about what what happens elsewhere? Probably all of the above. I, don't I, think I mean, you spend any time playing basketball when you were down there? <laughs> in all seriousness, it, it it sounds like he wants them all to be together and have a, a similar experience yeah. and to to connect that way and the bubble of course was the ultimate example of that this will probably be a little bit more fun than they had in the bubble although it looked like they were having a good time at times but Jordan Clarkson said today he hates Las Vegas really yeah and it's mostly because he's lost a lot of money there in the past yeah so here's my question it's a family town does the fact that you're in Vegas cancel out some of the benefits of being Away from home. I don't think so. Because that's what he wants to accomplish, what happened in the bubble. Yeah. Well, the bubble, they couldn't go anywhere. Well, they weren't supposed to. Certain people went out for good chicken. But they weren't supposed to. I think you can have a bonding experience <laughs> without uh, being forced to be together. How so? I thought that was what he said, going to eat together, going to do everything. Yeah, yeah, but do you have to be forced to do all of that? I think they're going to duct tape each other to the, <laughs> right. to the wrists. I mean, have you ever had a bonding experience with your friends or family, Gordon, without uh, security personnel making monitoring your every move? Well, I've never done anything where you had to do everything together. Yeah, I think you can still accomplish something similar without... Hey, leave know. that bathroom door open! Yeah, right. <laughs> We're a family. How do you feel about open bathrooms? You know, I mean, there's got to be some level of privacy at some point, doesn't there? Open. What's an open bathroom? You know, you see, you see bathrooms nowadays where the toilet is just out there in the middle of the room. Where you do? Okay, maybe not like in the, not, middle, not of in the, the room. middle of the room, but not. I in just the, put it right there. Not, <laughs> Not in an enclosed area. In a like a public no lock not, on the door not, restroom? No, in, like, no, in a like house. The people are just coming in and be like, hi, Bob. In, in a, a house? In yeah. a house. Yeah, haven't you guys looked around in bathrooms at all? And there's just no door and there's just a commode in the middle of the room? Not in the middle of the room. It's over by the wall, but there's no, there's no enclosure. You just got a toilet there. Like in the middle of the hallway? Oh, <laughs> never And there's mind. no door? There's no door around the toilet. You mean like in a master bath? Yeah. 
the, the master bath is one giant room and the toilet is in that room with no divider exactly. in that room. It's in the bathroom. Yeah, that, the bathroom is the divider. Yeah, yeah, I don't have an enclosed no, toilet in my bathroom. About? It's a bathroom. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I mean. You got to have your own apartment with the toilet? <laughs> I don't some bathrooms are, you know, yeah, there's a door, but they're, they're, it's a multi-use bathroom. You know, there's... Well, yeah, people shower in there, too. What are you talking yeah, there's about? there's shower, there's sinks. You're just describing a bathroom. <laughs> a big bathroom with a toilet there with no... I've got no enclosure in mind. There's the sink, <laughs> well, the toilet, and the, the, the shower that are all just there. We have Because it's a bathroom. We, we have the toilet in a room that, that it has a door that shuts, and then there's a door to the bathroom proper, but then there's sinks and shower and, and counters. Yeah, yeah, yeah but the, here's the thing. The is, it's, it's like you're gaslighting everybody else by saying, have you seen these newfangled uh, bathrooms where the, the there's not an enclosure? That's 90% of bathrooms. Well, that's a big... You can't, but you can't I'm, talking like, about, I'm talking about a bigger bathroom. Wait till he sees a shower-tub combo. <laughs> I'm just... I'm, I'm blown away by this whole line of thinking. <laughs> Never mind that. Austin? <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's weird. Uh, no. Uh, for instance, don't you ever use the bathroom when your wife is using the bathroom, too? Not usually, no. <laughs> no I don't mean that. That defies physics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean the toilet. I mean, someone might be in there showering, and someone might be in there, you know, washing their hands or something, and you've got the toilet not separated away from that? Most bathrooms. When was the last time you dropped a deuce while your wife was in the shower? That's gross, and I don't do that. <laughs> Stay tuned. More we next. We got to that. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Your home for the best college football coverage in Utah. This is your Utes at 50 update on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah 50 update. Here's Coach Witt uh, giving his thoughts on the seven fumbles, three of which were lost to Washington State. All right, it's not working, so that's good times. <laughs> Betty was grumpy about it. This update kind of brought to you by Syringa Networks. If you're working from home or with a hybrid workforce, get a powerful IT partner. Syringa Networks, call 385-420-7881 or visit Syringa Networks. Well, thank there's... <laughs> The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports. Network. This is for you, Daddy. I took my love and I took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around. 
It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Beautiful song. I don't have no idea what it's about. But it's about getting older. Is it? Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Maybe it's better that that last thing didn't fire Austin because, you know, maybe uh, maybe Kyle was like swearing like a truck driver. I don't think he was, but you know, have to talk about turnovers. Well, I will tell you, he wasn't pleased about yes. it. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, wasn't stoked. They're going to have to figure that out. It's like, who wasn't it Mac that was telling us on Football Friday that if you overcook it, then it gets in, wedged in the, into in, players' yeah. minds? Mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's what it looked like in that game. You know, remember Joe Williams had all those problems fumbling, and then he stepped aside and stepped away from football, and yeah. then the Utes really needed him, remember, because of all the injuries. So mm-hmm. it didn't matter if he fumbled or not because they <laughs> oh, didn't have anybody else. Strong, and he maybe. came back, and I I don't remember if he fumbled at all the remainder of the again. year. He never did wow. again. Wow. So maybe that's the And then he the made it to the NFL. The, I need to call him and ask him uh, what he did. I bet, honestly, and I, I don't know, not a psychologist, uh, but – you know the pressure being taken off, like Jumble or Joe. You can fumble as much as you want. I mean, you're, you're it. So get yeah. out there and have a day. You know, I bet taking that pressure off a little bit does have an impact. When you see a guy like Britton Covey even putting yeah. the ball down, yeah. Yeah. you I, I know that. Yeah. that it's becoming a what you call a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now, he is our friend Andrew from Wasatch Medical Clinic, and you know, struggling with ED. Andrew, we're talking about uh, you know uh, psyche and all that. It's got to be tough on people mentally too and emotionally, right? I think so. I think there's a huge ripple effect that takes place when a man has ED. It's kind of like anxiety gets a little bit higher. You notice that the relationship is strained. That is so common. And actually, when men go through our treatments, that's one of the first things they say is, I'm surprised how much better the relationship is. When we treat the root cause problem of the erectile dysfunction, men don't have to take the pill anymore. That is a game changer, and that is what our technology can accomplish. Yeah, I bet it is a game changer. And what kind of what kind of guy walking around out there is a good candidate? I would say anybody that is experiencing any kind of failure in the bedroom uh, likely has a blood flow problem. But if you're not at zero, if you've got some function left, we see men bounce back from that really quickly. They see fast results. The entire process only takes two weeks. We can get the blood flowing where you want it, when you want it. 801-901-8000, that's the number to call. Get on the schedule, see the doctor, find out if this is going to be a good fit, and you're doing a lot for free. A lot for free. And last segment of the day, uh, we're talking about treating the root cause of the ED. Call us now. The exam, assessment, and blood flow ultrasound is free. Uh, That gift, very popular, produces immediate results in the bedroom. Uh, You guys will love it. And if you feel like you have a need... The blood work and testosterone to our patients is totally no charge today as well. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks for everything, Andrew. Appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys. There you go. That's our buddy, Andrew. All right, we'll have more of The Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Now let's get this party started. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on the Zone Sports Network. The head coach at BYU, Kalani Sataki. I got to tell you, Coach, if I would have had these built bars when we were at BYU, I would have got better grades. You know, Hans, whenever I hear the word hangry, I think the definition of it should be your picture. Because when you were in college and you were hungry, you were probably the worst guy to hang out with. And we just knew that to throw you something to eat and you would be in a better mood. Imagine if you would have just had all these protein bars available to you. You would never have a day of 
being angry at all. You had a great grades and you had had a great experience <laughs> overall because we know one thing. When Hanson's hungry, watch out. Everybody tread lightly. I'm hungry. Hanson Scotting. Weekdays from 10 to 2 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Wrap it up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Man, Gordon, today's felt full. We had a lot today. This this is going to be a good week because there is a lot going on. A lot going on, yeah, and uh, you're right. There was uh, It was like a seven-course meal today. Lots to talk about and lots to get through, and we're just scratching the surface. Yeah, so this is, this is going to be a, a, um, a fun week. Uh, we've got an in-state football game coming up. The final preparation, Jazz Camp. Um, you know, it's it's going to be a good week. You and I are going to be in Logan on Friday. We're going to do the show up there at Murdoch GMC. I haven't been up to Logan in a while. I'm actually looking forward to that. Uh, well, we hope everyone uh, travels safely and don't speed. Yeah, let's uh, – hey, uh, quick memo to the uh, the Manaway uh, – uh, uh, Manaway's finest, who we know are that, listening to the show. That, I don't think that guy's doing anymore. But do me a favor up there, uh, good folks. If you see a Ferrari, you know it's Gordon. <laughs> don't, don't, just let him go. Don't ruin the mood in the show by by giving him a, a big old pricey ticket. Like last time? Yeah. Just let him, mm. just let him zoom on through. Not going to wood here, but I haven't gotten a ticket in a long time. Oh, don't say that. Is that like going to bring one on? Yeah. Well, I've been being very mindful of well, traffic laws. That's good. Be safe, buddy. Be safe out yeah. there. Well, you enjoy your Monday, Gordon. I'm uh, looking forward to an action-packed week here on The Big Show. It uh, It's going to be coming fast and furious. Oh, man, I haven't seen this week's uh, episode of Housewives. That's what I'm doing. I'm headed that's right back? home. I'm headed right home, yeah. They're, Tonight? They're, they're now three seasons, or they're three episodes in. I haven't seen the third yet. So you're back, you're, you're backlogged. Well, by one episode. It aired last night, so it's not like, I mean, hasn't even been 24 hours. Wait, it, it airs on Sunday night? It does. Oh, that's the Sabbath. I thought it was Monday night. No, it's Sunday? It's it's Sunday. Mm. Those of you who watch it, look, I'm only watching one TV show right now. It's Ted Lasso. That last episode, this last one that came out on Friday was really, really good. You guys should watch it, you know? It's Apple. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Well, anyway, yeah, we got lots to get into over the next few days. We'll talk to you tomorrow on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.